You know, Brooke, I think we can both agree that we have families who would completely have our backs no matter the situation. Yeah, 100%. My dad once told a child that I could beat them in a foot race, and I really appreciated it. And Mike (laughs) isn't wrong. You absolutely could. Yep. And I feel like that's one of the ways that we're just like the Kardashians. I mean, they really stick together. Yeah, which is a huge help to Rob Kardashian because he's been in the middle of a really big legal mess with his ex, Black China, and his family has really gone to bat for him. Yeah, and I think we all know those Kardashians definitely know how to fight. Yeah, you do not want to mess with Mama Jenner. Uh, certainly not, unless you have 10%. <laughs> yep. From Wondery, I'm Marisha Skinner-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. It's Wednesday, February 23rd. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. If you've been keeping up with Even the Rich, you've heard us talking about Monopoly Go. That's right. And we're going to keep talking about it. So playing Monopoly Go with your family and friends is truly a delight. Yeah, there's always something new to do, like partner events where you build on each other's boards, crazy tournaments where you can recruit your friends, or competitions to outdo them on the leaderboards. And we love competition. Yeah, we do. Too much. And if you want to play solo, there's timed events like obscenely massive multipliers for all your winnings and challenges like treasure hunts or money sprees. It's honestly a really great pastime. Exactly. Compete with your friends and people all around the world to be the biggest Monopoly tycoon on the leaderboards. So join the fun and download Monopoly Go now, free on the App Store and Google Play. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now... New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Well, it's a day that ends in Y, which means it's a day with Kardashian news. Mm -hmm. My favorite and at one time thought to be future husband, Rob Kardashian, has found his way into the headlines. And like in the old days, unfortunately, it's not for the best reason. Mm -hmm. So he's been in a long legal mess with Black China, who is the mother of his daughter. And things are changing in that case. Yeah, honestly, like this could have been you. I darn it. Minus the kid part, but yeah, it could have been me. (laughs) 
Um, So this whole thing started back in September of 2017 when Rob filed a lawsuit alleging that China had assaulted him. Mm. And this was just one month after their daughter Dream was born. Rob claimed China tried to strangle him with an iPhone charger cord Mm -mm. in December of 2016. Mm -mm. He said she was under the influence of drugs and alcohol while she was attacking him. And while he claimed he was able to escape, he also said she repeatedly struck him in the face and head. And in the lawsuit, Rob was seeking $750,000 in damages. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he's calling it all off. So last Friday, he dropped the lawsuit. And he said that he's not doing it for China. It's about their five-year-old daughter, Dream. And he released a statement about the dismissal. Yeah. So in it, he says, My love for Dream far outweighs my desire to proceed with my claims against her mother in a public trial. And he also says that the court ruled there's sufficient evidence to warrant a jury trial for his Mm. claim against China, which he obviously took as a win. Yeah. Although the judge also recently denied his request to delay the trial, which was supposed to start this week. Um, And then Rob just said he's done. He'd rather focus on co-parenting with China. Yeah, it is a little weird, though, that he was like, I want to delay the trial. And then the judge was like, no, he's like, "Okay, never mind. Forget the whole thing. Yeah, that's That's like kind of suspicious. I don't know what the reasoning would be. Yeah, yeah. But we'll have to go back to law school. Yeah. (laughs) So, of course, this is not the end of things. China is now calling total bullshit on Rob. She says he's dropping the lawsuit because he didn't want to face the evidence that she has against him in court. Mm -hmm. So her lawyer, Lin Chiani, says Rob dropped the case because he knew his assault and battery accusations against China were false. She also says that China was prepared to prove with evidence that Rob's claim that she physically attacked and assaulted him was a malicious lie. Hmm. Lynn also says China has video evidence showing Rob was unharmed after the alleged attack, saying Hmm. Rob didn't have a mark or scratch on him after the alleged attack because there was no attack and that China is ready for her day in court to clear her name. I feel like she still could have attacked him, whether she has photos of like marks or scratches. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I've watched enough Law & Order to know that there are places you can attack somebody and it doesn't show. Right. So, yeah. And so, obviously, this case is a lot of he said, she said going on here. But even though China claims she has evidence to support her story, Rob's got a ton of people (laughs) backing him up. Right. So, two of Rob's friends have said in the past that they would testify on his behalf if the trial went ahead. So one of them is Eugene Spilsky, who claims he once witnessed China pointing a gun at Rob. And then another friend, Victory Bells, says he separately witnessed China pointing a gun at Rob and threatening his life, which you can't prove scars of that. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. So China's lawyer seems completely unfazed by these witnesses because they're saying that they didn't even show up at their deposition. So, right. Well, a great look, but no, it's not. It's like, come on, take this seriously. Yeah. But on top of his friends who didn't show up, (laughs) Rob also has his family. And you know, the Kardashians, they stick together. Truly, Mm -hmm. I feel like through anything. Even when they're fighting, they're sticking together. Yeah. (laughs) So much so that Kris Jenner's boyfriend, Corey Gamble, says that he actually saw China attacking Rob and says that he even tried to intervene. 
Yeah. So Corey says during the argument, he tried to separate China and Rob so that Rob could just get away from her and leave the house. Mm -hmm. He says, China did not stop attacking Rob, even though I did my best to intervene. While I helped Rob walk out of the house, China continued to lunge at him and punched Mm. him numerous times in the head and face, as well as his back. Rob did not fight back and simply tried to shield himself from China's physical attack on him. These are, again, things like if she's punching him in the back of the head and like, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, it's uh, this is domestic violence. Like, it's so yeah. serious. And I know that, you know, men in general don't get enough support and vocalization mm-hmm. when it's True. done against them. And it's just like, these are obviously very serious accusations. And this is not OK. Yeah. Well, what I was saying, it made it sound at the beginning like I was like, I don't know, that could be bad. What I meant was... <laughs> That's something you don't necessarily have photos to prove there was no mm, harm. Like bruises, yeah, even bruises yeah. come days later. She could have, right, like, what did right. she roll him over while he was asleep and take pictures of the back of his head? Like, I, I don't know, you know? Right. <laughs> so. so, I mean, at this point, Rob's dropped his lawsuit against China, which we've said. And while I'm sure we're all like, okay, so it's over. <laughs> of course not. No. China now has her own lawsuits against Rob, as well as the entire Kardashian family. Yeah. So China's demanding Rob pay her legal fees for the lawsuit he brought against her. China's lawyer even said what an excellent role model China is for women who stand up to their partners who bully and intimidate them. But China's not stopping with Rob. Right. So China's also suing the Kardashian-Jenners for allegedly getting her former e-reality series canceled, which was called Rob in China. It only lasted for one season because it was trash. <laughs> I was the one who single-handedly canceled it. I'm kidding. I don't even know if I watched it, but... I was going to say, did you even see an episode? I, I think I saw some of it, because wasn't that when Rob was, like, getting his sock business off the ground, or was that still on the Kardashians? I truly don't know. They're, I don't know. They all blur together at this they, point. They all really the spinoffs. Do. Yeah. Um, so the lawsuit was filed in the fall of 2017, and it states, China will seek millions in compensatory and punitive damages from Chris, Kim, Chloe, and Kylie for defamation, intentional interference with contract, and intentional interference with prospective economic advantage. Can we talk about how Courtney's unscathed in this? Yeah. And Is that directly from Kendall. it? Like, Courtney and Kendall? <laughs> They're free. Yeah. The least interesting Kardashian. <laughs> the least interesting to look at. We don't want them in court. It'll be boring. (laughs) The Kardashians tried to dismiss this lawsuit in 2020, but a judge in L.A. denied the motion due to substantial evidence from China. And the evidence include unaired footage from what would have been the show's second season. And the judge was like, well, it's not, it's still not a great show, but. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I want to know, like, what evidence is happening in this second season that proves China to be right. Well, I wonder if it's just the fact that footage was shot and they were already working and then it didn't air. Mm. Tell that to the millions of pilots in the graveyard of Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Well, the Kardashians, they're not done fighting. (laughs) When are they ever? Up in the ring, we have Chloe, (laughs) who I feel like always stands up for her brother. I love their relationship. Yeah. Especially when they were living together. I mean, it was bordering on inappropriate. So fun to watch. Um, so Chloe's coming for China. She submitted a request to the judge in China's lawsuit asking China to hand over some documents. So according to court documents obtained by Radar, Chloe, as well as her mother and sisters, Kim and Kylie, are asking for an emergency hearing to be set in China's lawsuit. 
And they're requesting that China turn over her billing records related to therapy visits. Mm. So China is seeking damages right now for alleged emotional distress. And Chloe is saying it's fair to ask for proof she's paid for professional help. Interesting. So Chloe's also asking China to provide documents related to her income on OnlyFans. She says China claims she lost income and earning capacity due to the Kardashians getting her show canceled. And according to Chloe, China's continued entertainment career and related earnings are directly relevant. So basically she's saying, prove to us that you haven't been able to make money. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's fair, I think. I don't know. No, I agree. So then China shot back at Chloe, accusing her of being overly interested in her sexuality. And mm. China says the request for her OnlyFans content and income is highly disturbing and entirely baseless. And she says Chloe is obsessed with sexuality and her private matters, which that's stupid. <laughs> that's stupid to say. Uh, it's just it's one of those things where it's like when we come to these kinds of lawsuits, everything just gets put out on the table. Yeah. Like well, that's to be expected. Yeah. Right. But just the like, oh, you're obsessed with my sexuality. Like, is she, though? (laughs) Really? Stupid. Oh, man. Only fans. (laughs) Nothing but trouble. Truly. Um, So at this time, there isn't a date set yet for hearing in China's lawsuit against the Kardashians. But I'm sure this mess is not going away anytime soon. No. And I feel like, I don't know, I, I like that Rob was like, because of my daughter, I'm going to step away from this and not keep pushing this. But yeah. then China's like, I don't care about that. I'm going to keep pushing it. Yeah. like It's just, it's hard. It is. And you can, honestly, you can only co-parent as peacefully as the least peaceful parent. Wow. That's a really good point. <laughs> Thank you so much. It felt so <laughs> profound when it came out. I feel like that should be in the court documents. <laughs> Agree. I'll be Rob's lawyer. From Wondery, I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Sifrin. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. And tell your friends we've got the hot goss. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.